everyone. We are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, chief host of the show. And currently, it's a great mystery that my co-host, Avira, is MIA. So there is no Orange Doggo bad for the, for the next hour or so. But we're going to make do. And joining us in this panel is Noble. Jim, I hope you've got a giant-ass cigar in your mouth while you're on your highway to hell. That's it. Best way to go. Next on the show, we have Beowulf. Jack of all trades, master of nothing, and avid lounger of recliners, I guess. I don't know. Um, could we take, like, you know, lawn chairs, anything like that? You want to? Nah, lawn chairs aren't really my style. Unless you're, unless you're, like, sitting out by a bonfire or something. Or unless you're a fursuiter who basically sacrifices them into an open pit. Which yeah, has that's been fair. Done. But, yeah. And rounding out the panel, we have Malagos. Hey, everyone. All right. Good to have you back on again. Likewise. And I hope you're holding up okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think I'll survive for this hour. If you guys don't know, I have... Uh, uh, there's a higher chance that I have COVID. But uh, it's it's a mild form, so I'll be good. You should be fine. I was going to say mystery illness that must not be named, but I guess that... You know, hmm. the, the the mystery illness named after a beer with uh, <laughs> yes. a uh, Greek letter as the the variant. Yeah, I wonder what it is. It's totally not talked about on the news and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's there's not a beer company that was really salty about them naming it that. Uh, no. Same as an airline, right. actually. Yeah. That's true. All right. So, what are we going to start with today, huh? What? Well, none other than, you know, what we could describe as quite a crazy move. A very bold move by Microsoft. And, yes, you're right. You hit the nail on the dot. Hey, hey, Lux Ray. We are going to discuss the Activision Blizzard acquisition. Sell out. Well... (laughs) Well, I mean, to be fair, they already shot themselves in the foot like a year and a half ago, and they've kind of just been riding the the slow cyclone in the toilet bowl going down, and once they went underneath and disappeared into the void, that's that's where we are now. I think it's like the sixth, sixth or seventh paragraph. You should read that, Joel. Oh, there's yeah. Bobby. There's the, yeah... The evil incarnate. Oh, yeah, I got my golden parachute. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a friggin' looks like a friggin' Grinch with elf ears. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, what does this really mean for for everyone now that you know? Um, now that Activision and Blizzard yeah, have been are going to be under Microsoft's r- umbrella. Yeah, so scroll down just a little bit more there, Jolt. And after the the paragraph after the quote, you should read you should read that one. Activision Blizzard recently fired dozens of employees. Uh, the one above that. The one above. Stella told the press that the deal held a new era of gaming that puts players and creators first and makes gaming safe, inclusive, and accessible for all. Yeah, right. Everyone's Whoa. welcome, guys. We, we, we're going to be inclusive for everybody. And we're not going to turn anything away except for all the good things that made the games what people liked. Now, all you have to do is change Microsoft's name to Disney. And it's impossible to tell them apart. No, if you only no, look at things they do. Disney by Microsoft. It's like, At this point, Microsoft might be able to buy Disney. It's like what EA used to do back in like uh, early two thousands. Like they would acquire, um, what did they acquire? Origin Systems, West, uh, 
Westwood, Westwood, Maxis, yeah, Max, Maxis, uh, Bioware, and yep. uh, Dice as well. I mean, they've they've uh, like, where did those wonderful game studios go? Oh yeah, I wonder oh, yeah. Like, because Into of how void. EA's handling. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it, th this could be bad. If Microsoft does the same thing like EA did with those companies, right? Like they they pretty much destroyed those companies. Like and you know, go on. Oh. And, and uh, go on. sorry. Oh, now you're confusing. <laughs> no, 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 no. And I think I just want to say how much properties that you know Activision also has that's not Call of Duty, because you remember, you yeah, Crash and Spyro are now under the now they're under Microsoft umbrella. So which is which is. Kind of ironic because if you remember, Crash Bandicoot was essentially a PlayStation mascot, like back in the mid '90s when PlayStation was released. Crash Bandicoot was like the the mascot of PlayStation. That'd be ironic that like almost thirty years later, Crash Bandicoot will now be an now be a Microsoft uh, under the ownership of Microsoft, and. <laughs> It would probably not get PlayStation uh, release anymore. I know, like they've got the now. Microsoft has leverage over both Crash and Spyro, and you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, can't don't forget Candy Crush. <laughs> but no, you're right. It's like it's so but ironic. What? Those those two but, are PlayStation but... icons, and it's. You know, for them to say on the other. And now but what the main, yeah. but the main acquisition here, what, what I'm interested in is Blizzard, because Blizzard essentially goes to goes to Microsoft. There's a couple of questions going on. What will they do with Battle.net? Will Battle.net continue to operate like the way it was, or will they completely merge with an Xbox, with the Xbox app? What will happen with the what will happen with the future Blizzard titles? Remember, Blizzard did abandon a lot of titles back in the day. You guys remember Overwatch 2? Nobody, actually, nobody talks about Overwatch 2. It was just like, uh, and also uh, the future of, and the future of World of Warcraft, and as well as Diablo 4, which is the current, which Diablo is, by the way, the only franchise they're hanging on right now. Because, well, let's be honest. Warcraft, World of Warcraft them is dead. It's been killed by Final Fantasy XIV. Starcraft has been abandoned since 2016. And uh, Overwatch has also been pretty much dead for like three or four years now. So all they have say... left out of free stuff like Heroes of the Storm and, you know, Hearthstone. Hearthstone is currently right now the only, one of the I think the 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 Diablo and the Hearthstone are the only two things that are that are basically get, earning them money. Yeah, but Speaking with, with which, this acquisition though, they they could have bought all sorts of other things that are in development or all sorts of rights to other games, which now Microsoft uh, yeah, can like, put money into. Oh yeah, like uh, StarCraft Nova. The the yeah. abandoned the abandoned first per the abandoned first person shooter from like two thousand and four it was like two thousand four or something. If you if you remember it was their freaking ideas back. <laughs> I would I want I'm my command rather... and conquer generals too back. Thank you very As... much, General Arts. I'm not much of a gamer myself, but this does concern me a bit. A couple of years ago there was a uh, article coming out in the news about how Microsoft were hiring web developers to help develop their Windows kernel. And I believe it was Microsoft who had a female uh, manager who was getting pissed off that they were hiring all these women web developers who like knew nothing about how to code for a, a kernel for an operating system, which they couldn't fire. But I think it was Google who turned around and they fired some guy because he got upset that they were all these uh, women were coming in with like literally no skills for the job. And if this sort of shit happened back when Microsoft were actively wanting to produce good products instead of, 
Windows 10 and 11, which, I mean, holy shit, half the time. It it makes me wonder whether they're just going to hold on to these IPs or if they're going to start kicking out a shit ton of work stuff. That it's just going to be nothing but mindless dribble. I mean, there was, like, there are these there are these leaks in, uh, in uh, Blizzard games, which, like, uh, some of them are true, some of them are probably not true. But one of the leaks was interesting was that they're actually planning to do World of Warcraft sequel. Now, actually, they're planning to do a Warcraft reboot, like an entire reboot of the uh, of the game, which is going to have more uh, woke things into it. Because the constant complaint from the woke community was that um, Warcraft isn't woke too much, War- woke enough. There are no, there are no uh, transgender, no. Uh, gays, no lesbians, no um, what else? You, you know what? You, you know what I mean. There's, there's none of that in. At least I don't think there's been any of that in World of Warcraft. There's none of that in the original Warcraft. So the one of the plans was to reboot the entire Warcraft franchise to be more progressive. Yeah, you know, I'm going to have to say this, but it's horribly aggressive and uh, really <laughs> stupid. But uh, if you want to sit there and type away on your phone about that kind of stupid shit while completely ignoring everything around you, I'm just going to stand there and watch that vehicle or truck hit you. <laughs> Especially because you're standing in the middle of the road freaking out about stuff that literally doesn't matter. It's to yep. make money. It's to tell good stories. When yeah, you start yeah, worrying about, about the that lore. Shit, then it just... Thunk. The thing is, a lot of a lot of developers uh, that made Blizzard what Blizzard is left left the company like a long time ago. Chris Metzen, who was the creator of the world uh, of the Warcraft lore, the the entire Warcraft uh, genre has left the company like eight years ago, like went into retirement, so Ooh. he's not making any games anymore. So pretty much all the Warcraft you see right now is just a result of. What's the, well, the result of uh, developers who can't make any any uh, any good story to it. There hasn't been a good Warcraft. Uh, there hasn't been a good World of Warcraft expansion since uh, no. Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah. Right. So, live comment highlighted here: Cat Fairy Swift Force. Who needs personality when you have sexuality? Oh yeah. Isn't, isn't it ironic too that you know World of Warcraft is cutting back from that sort of stuff now? Well, start, you know, from what I understand, what games used to do in order to get around sometimes bad storytelling, they just have really attractive characters. That's true. I mean, that is true. Uh, I mean, in older RPGs like uh, Baldur's Gate and Neverwinter Nights, you could, you could easily like, if you wanted to make your character character gay, you can actually make him gay. You could just go to the, to the um, like I remember Neverwinter Nights. You could just go to the. Um, to the brothel and get a male prostitute and have sex with him. Like that, that was a, that was a thing back then. Nobody was complaining because there was also a choice where you can also have sex with a, with a female prostitute as well. So, and, but nobody batting an eye on that because back then it wasn't really that important, you know? No. A couple more interesting live comments. No dragons, please. On fire. Spyro will tell kids why having tradition is terrible. <laughs> yeah, because... Uh, uh, you go because buy the, your PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 Spyro copies now before they disappear forever. Yes. Yeah, um... Hey, well, someone well, finally well. showed up. Oh, hello, guys. I'm sorry about that. I, I was a little busy earlier. Hope you're doing well. And here I thought we were not going to have our orange doggo bad for the next hour, but now he. Ah, uh, no, don't worry, guys. It's all good. So, my follow up rant is the whole point of having a movie, TV show, video game, board game, or whatever is to take what your current life is, push it aside, push it down the hallway, open the door, and push it outside. Shut the door, lock the door, bolt the door shut with a bunch of uh, screws if you have to, or nuts and bolts or whatever. 
sit down and enjoy a fantasy for half an hour, an hour, maybe a binge session of about seven or eight hours. That's the whole point. It's like with games. Video games you are to supposed sit to be down. You want to have. If I wanted to play a fantasy like World of Warcraft, that's the kind of theme that I want to engage myself in. If I want to play a game where I'm going around and shooting zombies, that's the thing I want to do. I don't want to be playing a zombie game where I'm sitting there constantly concerned about, oh, am I dressed correctly for my current gender assignment? Are you fucking kidding me? You were Stuff killing like the why. idea of entertainment by that. The, the thing that, that I think uh, what people don't get and that it's been like going on for these days is uh, video games are a form of escapism it's when you know you come back from work you like uh, you know the work is like pretty boring as fuck you come back home and you sit and you sit uh, and you sit at the computer and you go into this magical world where things that are would never be possible in real life are possible there. Like you want to actually be a wizard and massacre the entire the uh, the entire village, you can do that. You want to be like uh, you want to play Grand Theft Auto and like run over pedestrians, you can do that. Like, and we we sort of like now we sort of keep trying to appease this crowd, which doesn't even play video games. And it kind of ruins the immersion because I don't want to like uh, play a video game where I get to like um, where I get to be reminded about gender roles or or uh, or traditional roles or whatever. Like you know, it's like I just want to sit back and play play you know a game and enjoy it and be immersed in the world. That more in a in a second with what's coming up. So stay tuned on that. But I think let's put the conversation a bit more back on track with what the whole deal means, you know, for the rest of the industry. Well, I've also noticed um, that that another certain rival is um, clearly having a very big loss with this deal. Oh, yeah. I'll bring this up now. Our friends Sony. So our friends at Sony has lost $20 billion thanks to the Microsoft and Activision. No now, this is only temporary. Time to buy Sony's stock. Holy bonkers. What? It's at this point where you have to wonder what's going to happen with the Activision Blizzard employees that are actually decent people when it comes to their the Pacific jobs. What happens if they go work for Sony or some other um, game developer that works okay. directly with Sony or sells to Sony? I don't know. I mean, they the might good, just do all... it out of spite, but then again, like some of these guys are really passionate too. I, I mean, See, that I, being I what it the is, future, uh, the, the unfortunate might... feature of how gaming's going to go is you're going to have two or three uber corporations that are going to own all these small entities that are going to produce your games. Yeah. Well, like Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft. Yeah, the, and, those are you know, going to be your primary corporations, and they're going to own, you know, because like, well, there's some Japanese companies, Capcom, Square Enix, Konami, they went up, Ubisoft went up, so you're, you're looking at this, and you're also saying, well, now these are worth more money, and they're going to be producing their own stuff. Stock market so, is also not a very good way to gauge how things are going. This is just how a set of yeah. people have decided this is where we're going to put our money because we believe this is going to be better for the future. And it's also reactionary, too, because something major just happened. Hey, this is a major event. Hey, All these right. are suddenly worth a lot more money than we thought. Yeah. All right. Here's an interesting thing, though, Dragons, please. What a live comment. So you buy Square Enix when? Uh, soon. Soon. <laughs> I mean, you know, with, with, if Microsoft has the hands on World of Warcraft, I mean, Sony buying Final Fantasy fourteen might just... Well, well, I don't keep know. In mind, well, keep in mind, Sony is releasing games on PC. Yeah, that too. You know? Oh, like God, of War, God, God of War. God of War. Yeah, God of War came out like That's right. a few weeks ago. So right. Sony is actually, like... Uh, isn't actually dumb. They they know that like PC market is uh, something they can profit profit off. 
I However, think, yeah. comes a question. There comes like a very important question. What is the reason to buy a PS5 anyway? Now, like yeah. you have, like you have Spider Man. That is a good question, to be honest. And yeah, why? Have, and you have a lot, and you have sports games. And then you've got things like Gran Turismo and and that sort of thing as well. Well, the only reason why the PS3 and the PS2 took off is because they had that DVD playback functionality. It wasn't just because of the games. True. And True. at the time. It was useful for people to buy, at least this is how it was displayed as, to buy a PS3 or a PS2 to have the Blu-ray or DVD playback. But now, because of the amount of games have dropped so much and it's all unstable, we just don't know. So for now, with the shortages and everything, the PS5 may be one of those dud consoles that occasionally comes around every once in a while. I mean, that, that's exactly why I bought my PS3, was because it had a Bluetooth, or not Bluetooth, the Blu-ray player, and it, there was a yeah, couple of games yeah. that I really wanted. There was backwards compatibility with PS1 and PS2 games as well. Yeah. Uh, backwards? Yeah, for, for yeah, certain ones. Was. For, for, for a very specific model that they only make like 500 of. Oh, they're not, all, they're not all compatible? Uh-uh. You know, there, there was there was one version of the PS3 that was backwards compatible, and it was only released in Japan or something like that. Oh, well, fair enough. Well, you know, sucks. to get to get back onto the other things too, um, you know, it also means uh, Microsoft has tons of leverage over things like you know Call of Duty, like they could deny stuff to PlayStation. Well, that's the important, true. The important thing is, and this is where a lot of people forget: for a long time, Microsoft. Well, Microsoft and Sony were actually working together to bring across yeah. cross-platform games. So you could have a PlayStation, or you could have a Sony, uh, you could, or the Xbox, but you could still play both sets of games. Yeah, at least in this current inten- uh, in this current uh, generation. But without knowing what's going to happen, move happen forward, uh, happen moving forward. However, we're at an interesting point because. You've got all these professionals where, as we've said before, they can simply decide, oh, screw this, go do a Kickstarter, get a couple of million dollars, and then start their own gaming company. There is nothing stopping these people from doing that. We're at a very, very interesting point in history where that's a real possibility that if you get the right names together, you're you're looking at some interest interesting things happening. Yeah, you're going to have like a giant behemoth of a, you know, a giant behemoth of a thing like that, which like you said, you know, monopolizing. So. I mean, a lot of people don't realize this at the moment, uh, probably do, but not thinking about it, where a company can literally buy another company and then the while, oh, on paper, you know, we get everything, but if everybody who's important quits... Well, it's just basically been a complete loss. Well, yeah, it's a shell. They bought the name. They bought the name, but not the talent that brought those games. They can have the. It's one thing to have the rights to something, but if you can't tell the story properly, it just dies. Yeah, kind of like how Konami is a is a dead shell of its former self because all the developers that were. Uh, that made uh, those Konami games have pretty much left Konami. And I think we, this raises concerns on how much the same reason why the Conquer franchise died. Yeah. And like, so, we're going to have I'm to wait just, and I'm see. Just, oh, I'm just a little concerned about PlayStation not having its former mascot as Spyro. Yeah, Action Spyro have, you know, have. You know, are now under Microsoft's umbrella. Oh yeah, they have. Spyro. Oh my goodness, guys! Have you seen like the tweets about this of like Spyro basically being a sellout or whatever? I know it's not like super true, but it's still pretty funny. Like Spyro and Crash are like on the Xbox team. The PlayStation is like, what the hell? That, I would more say that uh, Spyro is basically either being kidnapped or sold off to Sony uh, to to Microsoft. Like, traded for, like, 30 cents. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I wonder, like, how many more games can they possibly make? 
I mean, they made a Crash 4, so we're going to have to wait and see what's if they're going to... Yo, Spyro 4, too. That, that's something that, that, yeah, that yeah, they're yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's we'll like see. a direct sequel to, like, uh, what was the Enter okay. the Dragonfly. But on the, on the on the different side of things, though, yes, I know we're worried about how the games are going to turn out, but I guess I just want to have one last question just to round out this segment. Okay. World of Warcraft on Xbox Game Pass. Possible. Wait, wait, no. Possible. Possible. No. I, 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 I guess, but like, no, though. I mean, I think the next point in World of Warcraft is they're making it free to play because they obviously cannot compete with Final Fantasy XIV, which is right now, by the way, the most popular MMO in the world. Mm-hmm. It's like the PlayStation 4, uh, sorry, the PlayStation 5 and the new Xbox. It's just impossible to get into. <laughs> yeah, because you know, if 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 stock issues are not the problem that you have, the first obstacle to overcome, then the incentive problem. Yeah. But aside from that, you know, aside from all the cope from the Sony camp and everything else, let's just see how you know how everything's going to be in the, you know, in Microsoft's hands, because you know, because Spyro and Crash are now joining by Microsoft's other properties of you know. Doom and Halo and and the Elder Scrolls. Yeah, don't, don't expect Elder Scrolls Six to be a a clean, non-bug-free uh, game. I expect it to look about the same as Minecraft. Yeah, Todd. I mean, Todd Howard is still making the game. So, you see that mountain? You can climb it. <laughs> Biggest slide. <laughs> Whoa! Until you get to the map, map, map boundary. <laughs> and then just until I realize there's invisible walls. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we have another gaming segment, but from here, I think this is where things start to get downhill. And, you know, to kind of follow up with the rant that Noble and stuff are doing, that we did, that Maligos were earlier on. Here's what's there, and here's a game titled Buck Up and Drive. Developer Tales Players upset with gay and transgender fried flag billboards to cope. Yeah, what the wow. hell is this? Wow, great, wow, great marketing. Rather than like, hang, on, no. hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Are, are they sure that's the transgender flag? Is, yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. what people the, put the in their bios. Flag, the white, blue, yeah. and pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure it's not the maps flag? <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yellow. So. No, okay, I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure so that's like what the, these activists we use in their bios Nintendo or whatever. I didn't know we, were, we were going back to Nintendo 64 graphics. Yeah, well, I mean, retro is being popularized these days. You know, people long for the day. You know, that's stuff. But hate my guys. You, yeah, you so. play this game for a dollar. Yeah. Or... It's, it's kind of great, great marketing when you actually respond to criticism to cope. Scroll up a little uh, bit. Yeah, those I people swear, I, are those. Are those like characters? Yeah, it's like it's an over exaggeration of things. Like it's it's basically like a an over exaggerated surrealist whatever it is. You know, I swear, every, what... every every pedestrian is a space ranger or some shit. Oh my goodness! Yeah, like look like, at how the colorful game, they are. Like when the <laughs> oh. game when when the game sells bad after this statement, then you know what developers do? They blame it on the on the players, and it's been a constant doing like that. Remember Last of Us Two? What uh, Last of Us Two also blamed by the by uh, devs also blamed the players. Well, like, that's like anything too. Like, if a movie goes woke and it and it flops, they say, "Well, uh, I guess our audience are just um, the xenophobic uh, racists." I, I guess I don't know. Yeah, you know, because, for crap like that. Because stop because, getting your shit from Twitter. Ghostbusters movie with yeah. all the chicks is a is a wonderful rendition of that. And when this game actually starts failing, and you know nobody buys it because it's just a. It's just the political sho- shoving inside. That's like right. they're just politi- They just shove politics inside. Th- then they're just gonna blame on the players for yeah. 
for the the cancel for review bombing and stuff. And I want to show up a next example of you know polit- of overt political messaging in this game. Look at this billboard. Eat here. the rich. Huh. Oh, what the crap! What what the hell is this nonsense? <laughs> Why? <laughs> really, you fucking communist scum? Are you kidding me? Get the hell out of here! It's so, like, hang on, hang on. Um, I, I have to ask this. So, what are they going to do when the developers, say, go to a uh, con or something? I don't know. They're basically going to start doing, you know, if they put, go to a game. Screw this game. game. Yeah. yeah, they're just going to start, you know, lecturing people on so-and-so. Oh, yeah, wait. Uh, the developers go, 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 and the people running the show be rich for that game? Yeah, exactly. Of course right. they would. Yeah, they don't it's get it. Because, right, let's see. Because, you know, um, as... Other billboards display messages such as this is bullshit blazing with a picture of a, a burning cartoon pop in, in reference to yeah. Guilty, Guilty Gears. Yeah, uh, Stives and all the game theme and then hurry up. I don't know what that word is. And, and fuck you, Baltimore. Okay. And right, the popular now, uh, Big Bill okay, uh, file video, Eat the Rich. Yeah. On, and this is where things are going to get even more downhill from here. So, yeah, this, uh, this The further okay. you scroll down, the worse this gets. Yes. Yeah, yeah, seriously. You're, you're right. right. What the crap? Uh, you haven't even you go. gotten halfway? I'm only halfway through. No. And it, get rid of this. Look at this. <laughs> Bonk the police. Literally. Oink oink! Wow, fuck this game! Are you really? What what the hell kind of a message are the? Wow, even Grand Theft Auto wasn't this overt. Just, I, I would just... look at burning a copy of this game, but unfortunately, I'd be giving money to the you know rights holders. Well, that's why yeah. you, you eat know, the rich, right? Like Steam, and then you. You play it just long enough so that you can leave a review and then you uninstall it and you ask for a refund. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one idea. I'd rather play Outrun, to be honest. That's exactly right. Like, you know, I mean, I know they know where they get their inspirations from, except now they've just overtly politicized it like times a thousand. Outrun is 3,000 times better because it doesn't shove political messages in your in your face. You're literally buying something to try to brainwash you even more. Haha, <laughs> look, I, I, I put gay flag and trans, transgender flag on it. Like, I must be so, must be so progressive. Like, people, like, Kotaku is oh, going to give you a metaphor. There's an option in the game to change all the billboards to that. I Wonderful. mean, those two this, is like, this is like pure Kotaku bait. Like they're, they're they're basically like the developer knew that like the the those gaming journalist websites are gonna gonna cover this and they're gonna give them more attention. Well I, I see I think either one of two things happened. Either number one is that a legit SJW activist is like the dude who's running this. Or I'm I'm sorry, the, the dude at if if they prefer to be called that. Who's, who's running this whole shit. They're like, oh, let me just put in my political messages. Or, it's just like some rich-ass CEOs who are just like, not giving an actual crap about what's going on. They're just like, oh, let's just pander to the audience. This this seems popular on Twitter. It, it's gotta be either one of those two things, right? Uh, it has to be. Like, like a game just doesn't go, oh, oink, oink, like when you kill a police officer. Like, that's so fucked. About a year ago, or about two years ago, they added, uh, like, they added in the Had in Time, which is a great game, by the way. They added a trans flag, a trans flag in one of the levels, and a lot of people. Why? Were, why? Like, why did you add that? And the developer banned them from discussion. Oh wow, dude, that's like a freaking cult. It seriously is. How dare you question us? You know something? You can always say, if there's something you can do to fix this, it's use, it's to use mods. <laughs> but or aren't those getting banned in games these days? Imagine actually modding the game and then posting it on the Steam discussion. Will the dev actually ban you if you, if you do that? 
Well, in that case, it, it, the person who asked the developers, why the hell did you do this? Yeah, probably they might ban you. Because, you know, you're going against the wokeness. Maybe. I guess gamers are evil. Who knows? <laughs> right? Like, isn't that the whole freaking narrative now? Bro, that's messed up. It, it, it's kind of almost like a bait. It kind of does feel like a bait. Maybe. Like, it, like it seriously feels like they're, they're just, they know that, like, Kotaku and other journalists are going to write about this. And they know that, that, like, it's a great way to get attention. It's like the same, same thing with, uh, with the head in time. They did that only because they wanted to show that they're, they're progressive, that they're like, you know, oh, we're, uh, like, you know, we're so trans rights 100%, like, you know. Yeah, but I, I don't think that they did this just in the the hopes that someone's going to talk about them and write about them. I don't think that's exactly why they did this. I think they did this because some of their their woke employees were on Twitter, and they're like, we, we, we support this you know movement, and they, they want to inject their political agenda into games oh. like they've always been doing, like in Hollywood and shit like that. Oh, that reminds me. It's just me. another... Another medium that they can that, use to inject their freaking politics into like, crap. That reminds me when like, they uh, when, when they censored the Confederate flag in the GDA defense. Yeah, in NASCAR and crap like that. Like, what the hell? Like, it's just the rebel flag, bro. Like, it doesn't mean racism. Whatever. It, it's that's a whole another thing. But imagine censoring things in GD, GDA, a game that all about. Uh, making Dude, uh, imagine for... being a, hey. a game developer and putting a trans flag on your billboard. I mean, how fucked up is that? Why? What Why would you do that? Like, uh, how... come on, that's retarded. What happens if they tried to censor the game uh, Postal? <sighs> you wouldn't play anything. You wouldn't even be able to do anything in that game. No, no, no. Well, the Postal <laughs> developers are actually like making fun of. Uh game journalists and the wokeness because they are actually remember when they made a grave like in the in the postal in one of postal's expansion i forgot which one but there's a grave that says rip gaming journalism 19 something <laughs> 2016 and you can and you can like press uh press the press the piss button to show respect or something you can actually piss <laughs> oh, on the grave. that's amazing well, at this point, it might as well just be rest in peace, modern games. Yeah. Well, n- maybe not Spyro. Hopefully not Spyro and Crash with Microsoft. No. But like, but what what the crap is this? The, yeah, the, just, the, the gay so... and trans flag. Who fucking cares about that nonsense? Like, just race your fucking car. The, 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 the thing right? that makes Postal so great of a game is that you can do anything you want in that game. You can like uh, do chores normally, or you can just straight out like massacre the entire city and even like uh throw their throw their heads around like you know and and also shoot them as well so like it's yeah it, it's that thing that's like missing in the newer in the newer games the feel of of um of immersion and like who wants to play an outran clone only to be reminded hey gay flag hey trans flag hey Communist messages. Yeah, seriously. Well, we say enough of that crap on Twitter. All right, so let's let's move it, away Twitter from this video game. And <laughs> let's go further down this rabbit trail of cesspoolness. Another one. This time we're gonna go away from the video game cesspool into another but cesspool that we've just discovered. Still staying political. Yes. Behold, Eminem's has gone woke. With an inclusive rebrand, <laughs> dude. Okay, they're just M and M's. No, but there's characters, and those characters were offensive, so they had to be redesigned. What the the the, the red and yellow guy? That's no, offensive. Specifically, the green and brown M M&M. and M. Oh yes, Why? sorry. I, I, I because I, guys, honestly, I'm racist against green people. Straight up. Wait, so why was green a problem? <laughs> I don't fucking why know. Was, why? Brown a pump. The attractive M&M. 
why is what? brown like why is brown even a problem like like who who actually because looks at a that's brown that's the other female that's the other female M&M in in air quotes and you know what's so weird like this this redesigning of them of these M&Ms have are going to put them on with sneakers have a look well, I that's, like all, that's, what, that's like most of them. They they changed green to only have sneakers instead of her, uh, like thigh high socks and stuff. And it's like, bruh. Yeah. Why? We gotta Not... get away from sexualizing chocolate, guys. Lindor <laughs> says <a> fucking... <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> right? No. What the bunkers? The the the. the... Whatever they're the hazelnut chocolates. Say no, sexualize it all you want. It, I, I don't there? think it's sexualization. It's just a way to differentiate between like you're you're a, like a circular M M&M and M character. Are you a male or female? I mean, I guess that that's the, one the way to only to show what shoes they wear. I, or like like some eyelashes or whatever. Like you, you know, you you can do that with the characters. Nope, we can't have this. We can't have this typical gender stuff. Got to right. remove it, fellas. Let's have a look at what's what the rebranding of some of these M and M characters entails. So we're gonna read through this segment here, and orange and green will be the ones that are getting the biggest changes. But orange was like the shy M and M guys. Like, right. Seriously, that's that's the thing, you know. But now, as of this week, orange will suffer from anxiety. In an effort to better connect with young people. Oh yeah, because because the entire generation of Gen Z suffers from anxiety problems because they're because of this entire because of this, this entire time we're living on where everyone has to be has to stay at home. Well, as someone who's orange, I do disagree with this. You don't have to. Have <laughs> oh goodness gracious. Yeah, but the no, like, is like what's the, like... the pretzel M M&M, and M? If I remember right. Oh wait, hold on. I love this guy. It says, "quote We actually know Orange as the most relatable of the characters in this crew, based on hold on, ask all that conversations we've had with Gen Z." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gen Z. Yeah, of course, so right? What, they, what the so hell? What did, so what they did is they asked a bunch of Zoomers. Like, uh, yeah. Uh, are you are you social? Uh, do you have social anxiety? Do you? Do you want this this M M&M to represent you? Yeah. How how neurodivergent even, are you in your Twitter with, profile? Even with people with social anxiety, they're they're probably not gonna care. Like uh, they don't like they don't watch commercials because they want to like watch what they represent them. I mean, these are they're fucking they, hard candy. They're forced to watch. They're, they're hard candy on a streaming platform. This, this, this reminds me. This reminds me back in the day when Blizzard uh, had an Overwatch character where they just said, "Oh yeah, she's autistic." Yeah, like oh, how? Why? Yeah, oh, yeah, she's autistic. Like we want to like make everyone like uh, you know diverse and stuff. So she's autistic. Like okay. <laughs> so we have a live comment here from No Dragon. Yeah, He's like. Yeah. Hey, how dare M&M's make fun of my anxiety? <laughs> yeah, right? How dare? Dude, uh, right? How dare they marginalize my orangeness? Ugh, what are you doing, he, M&M's? He actually makes a good point, because for some people, this might actually feel offensive. Like, imagine having a character that will actually, like, uh, acts like your, your own... Uh, your own anxiety, like to me, I I would kind of find that a little offensive. Like you know, they, if if I yeah, was, if it, I, it is kind of weird. It's kind of like it's it's kind of like with with gays and flamboyant gays. You know, those flamboyant gays in the in the in the TV in the TV shows and all, and like uh, you know, normal gays would be like, "What the hell?" Like, yeah, I mean, sometimes, I mean. It, I'm not like easily offended or whatever. I-, I know there was an episode of Dexter's Lab that had a parody of the Silver Surfer, and he was like some 
faggy, like, flamboyant character. And they had to actually ban the episode because it was, like, way too offensive. But, like, as a not-straight person myself, I didn't find it offensive. I just thought it was, like, some silly joke, you know? It's like, whatever. People gotta go grow a uh, thicker skin. That, yeah, like except... Was the few there what guide society. Yeah, except right. now this cliche is, like, being overused now. Next one that's going to get redesigned, as we, as they said in the article, is green. And let's have a look at this. Green, meanwhile, has become a feminist activist. On the Great. website, Green's bio describes what? best <laughs> as being a hype woman for my friend. You're a fucking Eminem! What the hell is this? You're I'm a sorry, feminist? Green already had what? a vacation. Is... Is this year 2022 where uh, hard candy mascots become social activists? Like, well, well, everything's yeah, social uh, activists nowadays. Woke. Everything it's is just problem. social activism. Yes, that, that's what happens when you go woke. Everything has to be a social act- activist cue or something like that. I'm Bro, sorry. You're, you're an Eminem. What the crap? But like, Green is you're, you're, you're men- being sick. No, you're meant to give cavities and diabetes. All right, focus on that message. Okay. <laughs> well, um, you're, um, yeah, sorry, uh, read on, please. It, re- the, and it reads, I think we all win when we see more women in leading roles, so I'm happy to take on the part of supportive friend when they succeed. As part of this makeover, Green has ditched her go-go boots and seductive strap for a pair of sneakers. Wow, so brave, so wow. stunning, so strong. And Who fucking so, cares? So what the crap? It's like it's like they want to make female characters unattractive. Exactly, you know, as unattractive as possible, so that everyone looks as neutral as possible. That that's the thing is they they want to get everyone into the neutral area, so there's none of this masculinity. There's no because everyone every, everyone is equal. Neutral. Nobody nobody's like too too beautiful or too ugly like everyone is just neutral just like middle middle mediocre line middle so I, I guess like a, a, a female anthropomorphic m&m can't wear her go-go boots anymore because that's somehow sexist what kind of clown world are we living in bro like let's it's get real i mean like why though green m&m can no longer be attractive therefore yeah that what, what the fuck the attractive qualities Ew! Like uh, that's uh, I don't even like talking about this, man. This that's freaking weird. <laughs> Unattractive Eminem character. This is what this is why. Like the only way to buy Eminems in the first place is to buy like the five pound bucket that you can get at Sam's Club. I just buy them because they taste good. I don't give a flying fuck about their feminist characters. And I don't want oh, to. Now if you buy M&M's, you're supporting the woke. So time to buy like Hershey's Kisses or something. God damn it. Yeah, oh, Hershey's you know, Kisses are good. Actually, yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, let's, let's come up with Reese's something pieces. Um, Let's do the practical thing and throw in some alternatives for M&M's. Yeah? Like you said, you know, let's get some Hershey's. Let's get some of yeah. those Reese's Pieces. You know? Let's get chocolates that are, you know, that have skewed this sort of woke shit. I, I actually Let's don't remember like generic M and M's from Dollar Tree or something. Oh yeah, like like your knockoff. They're like uh, you know, uh, chocolate dots. You know, some weird crap like that. <laughs> it's just, just some <laughs> random imported nonsense. Yeah, like spelled chocolate dots. You know, like some Chinese knockoff or whatever. But no, the, the only M M&M and M commercial that I remember, I'm sure you guys probably remember this too. Uh, is like from Christmas. Do you remember like like when Santa came down the chimney and then you got like the the red and yellow guy and they're like setting up the tree he and they're like trying to... <sighs> right? Yeah, ex- exactly. Right? And then like the he like he faints. He's like Santa. Like hey, that's not some woke <laughs> bullshit. That's just our. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. just the Eminem dudes just just having a good Christmas. You know, that's it's it's silly. It's it's whatever. No wokeness awesome, involved. Awesome, Nothing virtual. needs to be. And it doesn't have to be woke. Like, what the fuck? Like, seriously, it's just some Eminem dude, like you know, getting candy. This reminds me of that comic. This reminds me of that comic where it says, "Behold, our newest campaign," and then like you know, there's some woke shit that said, "Are you sure this will sell more burgers?" Burgers. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I've seen yeah. that. Yeah, you're right. Freaking PR guys like burgers. I didn't like, know we we're trying to sell burgers. Yeah, like, like they they totally forgot what the hell they're even selling because they got so invested in their whole message. They're like, oh right, we're doing a commercial for that. Oh okay. <laughs> like what the crap? Oh dudes, dudes, dudes. If you want to cringe bad, have a look at their newly redesigned brown M and M. With high heels. As neutral as possible. And it says on the blurb, not bossy, just the boss. I'm Wait, sorry, so but that looks very arrogant to me, that, that you know expression. What? Is, you know is what? this racist? Did they, did they just remember that way, guys? One the did time. they just um, blackface M&M's? No, they've always had a brown one, right? But the thing is, though, you know how, how you know, ironic, whatever it is, it sounds like, because there were people like this who said who wanted to ban the word bossy, but yeah, it does reek of arrogance. Oh, it's 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 a masculine word. And you know, no, what's, I your worst, what's your no. worst quality? Being able to pretend I have one. <laughs> wow, that is some pretentious nonsense right there. What's like? That, imagine being on no an interview, like, and someone asks you this. The, this is like what the green M M&M and M kind of was. They they just changed personalities to different colors so that it's racially acceptable now. They did racial and feminism. They're fucking M and M. Swoop of the pen. Oh my god, what the hell? If, if you've ever watched, like, a lot of the Eminem commercials, you start to realize that these made great commentary when you when they were just, like, by themselves in, in their own commercial. And now they're just like, oh, we're just going to completely throw out all this and make random crap because we can do that. Notice how they only changed a two... Mainly two of the M&M's, because orange was like that to begin with. And they just amped up the anxiety to 100. <laughs> yeah, they, they just made him more anxious. Hold on, let me get the acid. No, wait, <laughs> is it the, no, sorry, the ice, the ice. Like, I just have to tell what they're did, doing. They, they went and they switched green and brown's personalities. And then readjusted the characters to make them acceptable into those new personalities. Isn't that like a more racist thing to do? Like if, if they're trying to be woke and pander to like you know the whole mob, isn't that a weird thing to do? Like to give that to like the brown no, M and M. Like no, the brown M and M is is superior to every M and M. Don't you know that? That's what I mean about racism, though. That's kind of fucked. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah it, it's it's racism against white people, because brown is better. Well, it, well, it, it's racist against the greens and the oranges and the reds and the yellows, and yeah, so basically, you everybody. know, it doesn't matter because they're all other colors. The only true superior color is brown, obviously. I don't, I don't believe that green. there's. Oh, there, there is a white M&M, and you can only really get this on Valentine's Day. They have a white and a pink and a purple. They have, like, a special M&M pack. Yep. But do, do you remember? I'm not sure if this is real or not, but I think Skittles did something. Where Skittles they, did they, all white, yes. They did, yeah. They had, like, an all-white thing. It was like... <laughs> it was God. like Pride, wasn't it? For the Pride Month that they released? It that? was, it was. And, and then I believe one of their logos was, like, White Power. I'm pretty sure I saw that. Yeah. 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 That's what they said. Yeah. They said, oh, all these colors, you know, white power, like literally on their fucking logo. I, I don't know if you can like find that on Google, but I'm pretty damn sure that was actually a real thing that they did. And then they got like some backlash from it. I'm like, whoa, it's Skittles. Okay. I mean, to be fair, Skittles. <laughs> To begin with, their slogan has always been "Taste the Rainbow." So I mean, eh, <laughs> I don't think they care. Right, exactly. Exactly, taste the rainbow. And then when they had like an all-white Skittle pack, like the whole the whole mystery flavor, he wanted to, I guess, get on that as well. Like, yeah, it's all white, or, or like whatever the hell they were doing. 
<laughs> it yeah, was some right. crazy nonsense. Can you imagine? Like, what what if M&M's was like, green power? I mean, that'd be kind of weird, right? I never liked yeah, Skittles probably. anyway. But... Uh, yeah, I, Skittles are... Uh, they, Sour? They get like... No, they're like chewy for some reason. Like, they're like a bad gritty kind of chewy. Yeah. Like they're, they're M&M's, like, they taste sour. Good. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. They're basically but, just chocolate in a candy but, shell. But they're kind of, like, gritty and sour. And, like, if I, want, if I wanted to... Um, if I wanted to eat, like, sour candy, there's, like, a... Oh, what was it? Like, there's that... There's that sour candy, I think, from, uh, from Wrigley's. I forgot. Oh, oh, wow! It, not not sour patch yet. Did you mean um, toxic waste like that really sour stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, sour. that's some crazy stuff, dude. Yeah, that like you wanna, burns you your tongue. The, the original was warheads, my guy. Oh yeah, warhead. Oh man, I love warheads. Yeah, funny, though, like down here, you know, one of our one of our you know, fast food chains is having warheads on as there, you know. Yeah, oh, you have warheads in Australia? Australia? Oh yeah, we do. <laughs> nice. Um, but now, I think you know, warheads um, was a a worldwide phenomenon in yeah. its time. Um, Noble, you want mm-hmm. to, for our local friends down here? What's what are some good you know chocolate alternatives to getting M and M's from down here? Because we make lots of good chocolates down here, man. I'm only really familiar with the Cadbury stuff. I don't go anywhere else. Yeah, it's like. Cadbury's yeah. have got these tiny little um, drops, but they're for usually for melting or for putting into chocolate chip cookies. But I still like to buy yeah, a packet of those true. every now and then and just wolf them down. Do yeah, Cadbury's make dark, dark, dark chocolate? Chocolates and just 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 buy the morsels of bittersweet chocolate. Just yep, this is fine. That's it. All right, oh. and you know what? Wow. You know who would have thought that this is what a chocolate has come to? It's an unfortunate reality. Time to buy more Lindor. That's right. I make better chocolate, anyways. Hmm. All right. So, I guess this is where we leave it for this week. We're done went... early. Are you kidding me? <laughs> No, we've had about an hour. Sorry, guys, I was a little bit late um, in this episode. I was really busy earlier doing something at my house. So my dad was here. You know, it was a whole thing. Well, at least you made it to enjoy the the ride downhill. Which no, oh, yeah, I totally enjoyed the fucking ride. <laughs> down, like I said, keyword downhill. I know. I this <laughs> happens. Oh goodness. Oh. oh, oh. Speaking of which, um, No Dragons Please has kind of requested me to co- to give you a few minutes to cover this little tidbit. All right. Funny how a Senate meeting, an Italian Senate Zoom meeting, was interrupted by Final Fantasy 3D porn. Oh no! <laughs> what? <laughs> what happened? Oh no! A, a thirty-second. Porn video featuring Tifa Lockhart from Final Fantasy. Oh no, went live during an official meeting. Oh goodness gracious. What? How? What did you do? This person, somebody managed to get into a Zoom call and play this and play this hentai video <laughs> while he was in a Senate meeting. Holy crap. Wow. I hope now was this done on purpose or no, was this it, just it, someone it, dicking around? It said you know, the official government meeting was hosted by five star movement senator uh, Laura Montavani and featured Italian lawmakers gathered together to discuss the influence of data transparency and political discussions. About a half an hour into the meeting, someone hijacked the call and played a clip. For a good 30 seconds before getting kicked out. Oh, fuck. You know, That's crazy. Like these, I want to highlight a section here. As soon as the video begins playing, 
You can hear the hijacker yelling in Italian something about a sex offender. And I want to say, in this little bit, sometimes oh. it, takes, it takes a clown to tell you what's really going on behind the scenes. Oh, so, so was one of those, like, politicians into that kind of stuff? And this was, like, a protest type of I'm thing. I'm not saying this is whatever it is, but rather, you know, maybe these clowns are smarter than we think we than we give them credit for. Huh. Nuance. <laughs> good, good move on whoever did that. Yeah, like, if they were actually calling out some, you know, bad politician for their lifestyle choices, I guess that's one way to do it. <laughs> but, yikes, man. Yeah, I, I'm not sure... I'm not sure what your angle is that. How at, well that's going to go, given a political conference, but, you know. I mean, it's a Zoom call. You know, what anything basically goes. Like, who cares? Like, you know, people basically Zoom bomb with all crazy stuff all the time. Do you remember, like, uh, there was that politician, Anthony Weiner, who literally showed his Weiner, like, on a Zoom call or whatever, like, by accident. Like, uh, he was, like, broadcasting from, like, the waist up. <laughs> and he didn't realize that he was live and, like, showed his dick, like, on stream, and people are like, what the fuck? I think it was either him or, like, someone else with, like, a weird, weird-ass name. But, like, he did that to oh, himself. You know what? You know what? This I is, like, some sort of thing Because I was stuck in Zoom for seven months for the past friggin' for the past of last year. And yeah, like, yeah, you're right. Saying, you know, was I, you know, am I gonna get, you know, Zoom bombed with no degenerate shit like this, basically. <laughs> I'm really concerned the amount that Zoom is being utilized by the general public, to be honest. I know. And they don't even have yeah, the just... best security, and they don't even have the best whatever. It's just, you know, kind of what it is. And it... welcome to our modern dystopia, where everything can be invaded because hey, no one hey, cares hey, to hey. your it privacy. Could be worse. <laughs> This this could have been done on Metaverse with the VR shit. <laughs> True. So um, I guess in a way, count your blessings when you get, you know, it could be worse. I, I would have given, I would have uh, gladly accepted a government mandated VR headset. <laughs> yeah, but but you base by an exchange for that you lose your humanity, or your you know for it. I mean, it's metaverse. They're probably collecting your data regardless, no matter what. So, haven't they been doing that since like 2007? Uh, more like since probably their inception. Yeah, like what 2004? Oh, yeah, 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 I think either 2004. They were made, created. And, yeah, lot, yeah, lots, lots of fun stuff. Lots of data. Yeah, that, you it's know, got, it's like, gotten oh, crazy it's... though since then. Like really freaking bonkers since then. Alright. Yeah. So, here we are. Enjoy your propaganda, people. Yeah. And I guess, you know, uh, my closing, you know, stay away from, stay away from the M&Ms. Oh, so, wish they hadn't gone work. Who, yeah, who'd like to close up this week? This the, um, one of the time. Uh, Malagos? <laughs> well, you look at me. Oh, I gotta start somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, it's been an interesting week, especially with uh, how the entire video game industry is shifting, and mm. uh, only time can tell if this if this will end up being the best thing ever or. Uh, or will Microsoft just end in the path of the EA? Something tells me it's going to be at that second. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, who's up next? I just want to play this song somewhere over the rainbow. It sounds very <laughs> fitting for something like this, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Beowulf. Uh, well... I, I guess my closing statement would be uh, at this point in time by more Lindor.
Yeah, buy more Hershey's and stuff. All right, Stay yeah. Stay away cool. from the M&M. You make your own M&Ms. And title them N&Ms. Or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, Ivira. Well, I, I really hope that Microsoft made the right decision here when it comes to, to buying Blizzard, well, Activision. I, I feel I feel like they did. Like, I'm kind of hopeful about this. Then again, I, I've been hopeful about things in the past, and I've been wrong before. So I, I just hope that they, they don't fuck over Spyro and, and Crash. I mean, please don't. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe we might be seeing Crash and Spyro in some Halo, Doom, World of Warcraft. Yeah, can you imagine, like, as, as a character, like, in World of Warcraft, like, like... like in one of the dungeons or whatever, like, fucking Spyro pops up, or, like, Nasty Nork, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 there's something about this that I I think there could be a multi-universe thing that they're like, hey, look what we did, we did what the Marbles did. You know, Marvel Avengers, oh yeah, we did that too in our video game franchise. And, and Yeah, like, yeah. like they try to make like some some like multiverse. I don't know about that. Maybe. I know Crash and Spyro do have some crossover, but I don't know, man. Yeah, they that, did that, that they did that in be the, a stretch. You know, back then they did that in Crash Thingos, they did that in Skylanders. They might do the yeah. same thing now that they're under Microsoft's umbrella. So Ooh, we'll yeah. see how it goes. Right. Well, what a week, you know, and what a trip downhill. I hope you enjoyed listening to this as much as we did making it. And remember, stay on this train, because I don't think we're getting off anytime soon. As always, um, our episodes are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, BitChute, and more further down the line. And this is us signing off for the week. Farewell, until next time. Where the bluebirds fly. Bye-bye. Later.